Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Menopause Conversations Podcast and I am your host Angela Council and this week I have got our next episode of the Understanding Hormone series. Now these came from a series of videos that I did uh, last year which basically goes through the we started with the first one which are the four phases of menopause and now I'm going through each one of the individual hormones so that you have a better understanding of what is happening with your hormones and how that imp impacts your health, the way you feel and what you can do about it. So today's episode is all about progesterone and progesterone is the first hormone that starts to shift quite often in your late 30s, early 40s, we start to notice the impact of progesterone on a gradual decline. So have a listen to this episode and I'll be back to have more of a chat with you shortly. Bye. Last week I spoke about the different phases of menopause. So today I'm actually going to start guiding you through some of the different hormones that impact you. Today I'm going to talk about progesterone. Now quite often um, when uh, people are talking about menopause there's a lot of talk about estrogen as if that is the most important hormone in fact it's not um, we need to be considering other hormones as well and progesterone is actually the first hormone that starts to shift as we're coming through the earlier phases of perimenopause so today i'm going to just kind of tell you when menopause when progesterone is high what happens when it becomes low and what the different um, symptoms you might be experiencing if you have low progesterone. But it is important to remember that progesterone doesn't work on its own. It does work with estrogen. So, and I will be um, covering this in an upcoming video that what happens when the balance between estrogen and progesterone come, um, becomes too large. So I'll cover that off in another video. But let's talk about progesterone. Now, Progesterone is a hormone that actually we primarily produce in the second half of our cycle. So progesterone, basically, if you break the word down, pro means before, gest gestation. So progesterone is produced before we fall pregnant. So it is actually produced by the egg. So when the egg is released from the ovary, it then starts to produce progesterone. And it's under the influence of progesterone that this egg ca can get fertilized. And what happens is progesterone levels come up and up and up. So once you once you have you ovulate on around day 14, the egg comes out and then your progesterone levels start to rise. And they will continue to rise until you either fall pregnant. Now, if you fall pregnant, then progesterone continues to go up for the first three months of the pregnancy. If you don't fall pregnant, what happens is progesterone levels drop and then you have a period. The, it's actually when we um, ovulate that where our progesterone levels start to rise every single month. So we have a cycle, the first half of the cycle, we have next to no progesterone at all. And then once we ovulate, the um, progesterone levels start to rise. And as I said, when you get to, um, if you fall pregnant, it continues for the first trimester until the placenta takes over the role of providing the hormones. But if you don't fall pregnant, then you basically have a period and your levels come back down again. So what happens to women as in these early 
uh, phases of uh, perimenopause that I spoke about last week. Well, as you have less eggs, you stop ovulating every single month. So when you're fully fertile in your full reproductive life, if you have two fully functioning ovaries, you will generally be um, ovulating every month. And normally you ovulate from a different ovary each month. So one month it's the right, next month it's the left. And if you're someone who gets pain when you ovulate, you might notice that pain is more on one side than the other. Sometimes um, some women who only have one only have one ovary might ovulate from the same ovary every month or they might just skip. So it just really depends. But in general, it's a different ovary every month and an egg comes out. But as you get older, the quality of those eggs are going down or you have less eggs. So you don't ovulate every single month. So if you're not ovulating every single month, there's no egg being released, which means there's no progesterone being released. So your progesterone levels are starting to come down. So there's actually no progesterone being released from the ovaries. And so now we've actually got a, a little bit of an imbalance going on because we've still got the rest of the reproductive system that's going on as if you still have eggs coming out every month, but no egg release this month. So this can throw a little bit of an imbalance out. Now, what happens as your progesterone levels start to come down? Some of the, um, the symptoms that you could experience, because progesterone, if when you're fully um, in your reproductive stage, you, you will probably know that in the second half of your cycle, you probably feel better. It's a real feel-good hormone, helps you sleep better. Um, the higher your progesterone levels are, the better you sleep. You know, that's why just before... Um, you know, your, your period, you might be sleeping better. Um, but once your period comes, then you, you might have erratic sleep because the progesterone levels drop down. If When you're pregnant, the first trimester, you're always tired. Uh, so this is the influence of progesterone. So it actually helps you sleep. It calms you down. It's a really calming hormone. But when our progesterone levels are lower, we have a few things that happen. So our metabolism can actually be decreased. So we've actually got a slower metabolism. So, you know, eating the same amount of food can uh, cause weight gain. Libido can come down as well. Now, testosterone is also playing a role in that. And we'll talk about testosterone in another video. Um, you could have more painful periods as your testosterone, as your, uh, sorry, progesterone levels come down as well. Um, more cramp, so that, that's more cramping, more uterine um, cramping. Um, what we call dysfunctional uterine bleeding. So all that is, is un, abnormal bleeding. So it could be bleeding for longer. It could be heavier bleeding. This can happen as your progesterone levels start to come down. Mood swings, because you no longer are under the influence of that calming um, progesterone and you can be a little bit erratic, can be a bit irritable. Can also, um, even though your um, metabolism drops down, you can actually lower your appetite. So you don't actually feel like feet eating, but what you do eat um, tends to sit and it doesn't, you don't lose it. And it also starts to de decrease your bone growth. So all of these things can start to happen, but it's not all bad news because the body's really, really, really clever. It knows that um, you're going to lose the protection of progesterone as you run out of eggs. So we do have a backup plan. The body always has a backup plan because we're actually able to produce small amounts of progesterone via our adrenal glands. And this means that we can actually keep those progesterone levels 
they don't need to be as high anymore, but they, they can keep them at a, a level where we don't experience all of these symptoms. So it's really important that we look after our adrenal glands. Now, if you've heard me speak, you'll know that I, I tell you that stress is one of the key drivers of all the symptoms that women experience as they come through this time of life. So we re really need to be looking after our adrenal glands before we get to this time of life. Unfortunately, most women, by the time they reach their 40s, are exhausted, worn out, they've done, they've given to everyone, they haven't been looking after themselves. Some of them are at burnout stage. So their adrenal glands basically don't have enough resources left to produce the progesterone that's required to buffer that loss because you're no longer ovulating every month. Because the adrenal glands basically, if it's only got limited resources, will always provide stress hormones to keep you alive first before it does anything to do with reproductive hormones. So adrenal glands produce your stress hormones because that's all about keeping you alive. So there's, there's sometimes there's a trade-off. If you're highly, highly stressed, well, then you've got, you won't be able to produce the progesterone you're required. Then you're going to get the symptoms um, you know, that I've just mentioned. So it's like we have to start looking at what do we need to do to support our adrenal glands. So there's a few things we can do. And it comes back to the five pillars that I talk about all of the time. Eating the right foods for your body. Moving your body the way it's meant to move. In reducing the um, environmental toxins that your body is being exposed to. Reducing areas that you know are causing you stress, whether or not it's relationships, jobs, whatever it is, and changing your mindset around what, it's, what life is about as you're coming into this next stage of life. By addressing that and taking that load off your adrenal glands, then the adrenal glands can pick up the production of, of progesterone that you want. And then you're going to have a lessening of those symptoms. And this will all start to, as I do the videos over the next few weeks, this will all start to come together. So each of these videos is basically building on the next. So it is really important that we look at um, supporting our adrenals at, to support the um, production of uh, progesterone. There are some herbs that, her that help. Um, Vitex is one herb that um, is commonly used to help balance up that progesterone. Um, also magnesium. I talk about magnesium a lot. I believe nearly every woman, not nearly every woman, I believe every woman who is um, in this stage of life should be on a good quality magnesium because we just use up so much magnesium and we're not getting enough in our diet generally, unless you've got a very, very um, plant heavy diet, you're eating lots and lots of vegetables and you're not probably not getting enough um, magnesium. And in fact, unfortunately, a lot of our soils are deficient in magnesium anyway. So by, you know, supporting your adrenal glands and vit actually vitamin C is also another um, great nutrient. And once again, you get that from lots of plants, but or you just um, supplement that. So magnesium and vitamin C are the key nutrients here. Uh, Vitex is a great herb, but eating the eating good quality foods, not not eating foods that are going to stress your body. So not you know staying away from the packaged foods, eating whole foods, eating the right foods for your body. You know, eating the right whether or not it's proteins, the right macros, proteins and carbohydrates. For your body yeah and it is can sometimes be a very difficult thing to work out what you what's right for you and that's why i do 
um, the personalised health profiles because then we get very, very specific as the right foods. And I do that as part of the Embrace program. But, you know, knowing that you know, your body will tell you, but in general, eat more plants. So eat more vegetables. Eat, and if you can have some fruit as well, but eat lots more vegetables and reduce your intake of processed foods. And that includes breads, pastas, the wheat foods, very, very inflammatory. Red meat's quite inflammatory. Um, dairy's quite inflammatory. Sugar's very inflammatory. Alcohol's very inflammatory. So getting rid of all of that and eating more of foods that come directly from nature is going to help to rebalance this up for you and going to help with those hormones as well. So next week, I'm going to be talking about estrogen. And then the following week, I'm going to talk to you about the balance between estrogen and progesterone. So I'm going to go into estrogen next week. And then, yeah, the week after, we'll talk about the balance and what happens when the gap becomes too large, because that's really where the problem is. It's not specifically in progesterone dropping or estrogen dropping. It's where the gap happens between estrogen and progesterone becomes too large. That's, it's in that gap where the issues are. So we'll be talking about that in a couple of weeks time. So it's Angela and I'm back again. So now hopefully you have a better understanding of how progesterone works in your body, the role of progesterone and how it changes the way that you look and feel as you start to move through perimenopause and closer into menopause as your progesterone levels drop. And particularly as I did mention, and I will be talking about this in upcoming episodes, the gap between progesterone and estrogen starts to get bigger. And it's that gap that we really need to be looking at because that's what kind of causes a lot of the symptoms that you're experiencing. And I'll be talking a lot more about that in upcoming episodes. So make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of this vital information that I think every woman really needs to understand about her hormones. Because unless you truly understand what's happening with your hormones, it is very difficult to make a decision about how you are going to address the various symptoms that you might be experiencing as you come through menopause. Now, if you do want to know a little bit more, not just about the hormones, but what it takes to thrive in menopause, what what changes you might need to have to make so that you can navigate this time of life with ease, I have a free workshop coming up called The Secret to Thriving in Menopause, and I'd really love to invite you along. Now, in this workshop, I'm going to share with you that it's more than just about the hormones. And I know I'm talking about hormones in these series of episodes, but we've got to go deeper. We've got to go beyond the hormones and work out what exactly is happening. And this is what I go into within this workshop. And it's a five-day workshop that's, you know, so small amounts of information delivered easily to you each single day. And within the workshop, you will get the opportunity to create your own plan for how you can navigate this time of life with ease. And it's going to be specific to your body, what your body requires, because that's the secret I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm going to be sharing with you that there is no single solution that works for everyone. We need to understand how our body works, how our individual hormones work, what's going on for you, what your genes are, what happens with your genes, all of this, when we bring all this together, you are able to create a plan of what you can do 
to eliminate your symptoms, drop your weight, whatever it is, so that you can actually thrive in menopause. Because that's what we want. We don't just want to survive in menopause. We want to thrive, don't we? Hands up for everyone that wants to thrive in menopause. Because this time of life is, it's a gift. It's a gift because we get the opportunity to create what it is we want for the next half of our life. And that's what I teach you within the Secret to Thriving in Menopause workshop. Now, as I said, it's free. Um, it starts on the 9th of May. And if you would like to register, the link to register is bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash menopause with a capital M underscore workshop with a capital W. So bit.ly forward slash menopause underscore workshop but a capital m and a capital w will take you to the page where you can register to join the free workshop now if you happen to be listening to this episode um, and it's not close to the 9th of may make sure you register anyway because what happens is you go on the wait list for the next round of that free free workshop and i run these workshops every three months or so so there's generally not one too far away. So even if uh, the applications or the registrations are not open at the moment, you'll go on the wait list and then I'll let you know when registration's open and you're automatically in for the free workshop. So make sure you register for that. And I will see you next week with another episode of the Metaphors Conversations podcast. And make sure you subscribe so that you don't ever miss an episode because I not only do I go am I going through the hormones I'm sharing some really great guests with you I've got some great guests coming up so you don't want to miss out on any of this information so make sure you hit that subscribe button and if you have enjoyed today's episode or any of the episodes that I've published please I'd love a ratings and review particularly if you're listening through Apple Podcasts that allows other people to find this podcast. It allows other women to learn about their hormones, to understand what's going on with their body so they also can learn how they can navigate menopause with ease. So until next week, I will see you then. Bye for now.